From the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel, with the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents The Daily TV Mass. Please join us in this prayer to St. Joseph to help us prepare for the birth of Christ for the second week of Advent. Hail, Guardian of the Redeemer, Spouse of the Blessed Virgin Mary, to you God entrusted His only Son. In you Mary placed her trust. With you Christ became man. Blessed Joseph, to us too, show yourself a Father and guide us in the path of life. Obtain for us grace, mercy, and courage, and defend us from every evil. Amen. Welcome to the celebration of the Daily TV Mass. I'm Father Dan Donovan. The televising of this Mass is made possible by the contribution from Jim and Maureen from Niagara-on-the-Lake, Ontario. The Mass is offered in celebration of their 50th wedding anniversary in loving memory of their friends and family who have passed on, and for the souls in purgatory. On behalf of everyone sharing in this sacred celebration, we thank Jim and Maureen for this gift, and we wish them both a happy 50th wedding anniversary. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit, be with you all. And with your spirit. Let us now acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. May our prayer of petition rise before you. We pray, O Lord, that with purity unblemished, your servants may come as we desire to celebrate the mystery of the incarnation of your only begotten Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The wilderness and the dry land shall be glad. The desert shall rejoice and blossom. Like the crocus, it shall blossom abundantly and rejoice with joy and singing. The glory of Lebanon shall be given to it, the majesty of Carmel and Sharon. They shall see the glory of the Lord the majesty of our God. Strengthen the weak hands and make firm the feeble knees. Say to those who are of a fearful heart, be strong, do not fear, here is your God. He will come with vengeance, with terrible recompense. He will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened and the ears of the deaf unstop. Then the lame shall leap like a deer, 
and the tongue of the speechless sing for joy. For waters shall break forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. The burning sand shall become a pool and the thirsty ground springs of water. The haunt of jackals shall become a swamp. The grass shall become reeds and rushes. A highway shall be there and it shall be called the holy way. The unclean shall not travel on it, but it shall be for God's people. No traveler, not even fools, shall go astray. No lion shall be there, nor shall any ravenous beast come upon it. They shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there, and the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing. Everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness, and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. The word of the Lord. be with you. And your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, o Lord. One day while Jesus was teaching, the Pharisees and teachers of the law were sitting nearby. They had come from every village of Galilee and Judea and from Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was with Jesus to heal. 
Then some men came carrying a man who was paralyzed on a bed. They were trying to bring him in and lay him before Jesus, but finding no way to bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and let him down with his bed through the tiles into the middle of the crowd in front of Jesus. When he saw their faith, he said, friend, your sins are forgiven you. Then the scribes and the Pharisees began to question, who is this who is speaking blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? When Jesus perceived their questioning, he answered them, why do you raise such questions in your hearts, which is easier to say your sins are forgiven you or to say stand up and walk? And so that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, Jesus said to the one who was paralyzed, I say to you, stand up and take your bed and go to your home. Immediately the man stood up before them, took what he had been lying on, and went to his home, glorifying God. Amazement seized all of them, and they glorified God and were filled with awe, saying, we have seen strange things today. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Today's reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah could hardly be more appropriate for Advent, liturgical season in which we now find ourselves. The passage we just heard was written toward the end of the period of the Babylonian exile, a time of hope and of new beginnings for the people of Israel. Isaiah is enthusiastic about what he is convinced will soon take place and about the role that he is to play in announcing it. A coming of God that promises healing and new life makes the passage especially appropriate for this season of the church's year. His coming, whether it be to people as a whole or to individual believers will bring in its wake hope and peace. Isaiah predicts that God will bring healing and wholeness to those suffering from a wide range of various forms of disability or illness. The transformation that the prophet proclaims embraces both nature and human life. The wilderness, he says, and the dry land shall be glad the desert shall rejoice and blossom. The transformation of individual lives will bring healing to those suffering from a wide range of disabilities, including the blind and the lame, the deaf and the mute. The prophet sees the return of the exiles to their homeland as taking the form of a new exodus. In the original exodus, Moses led the people out of Egypt and across the wilderness to a new life in the promised land. Isaiah sees what is now taking place as the promise of a new life in a renewed and transformed land. Water shall spring forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert, the prophet affirms. A highway shall be there, he says, and it shall be called the holy way and shall be for God's people. The water will transform the land that was once barren and will enable it to become fertile and to flourish. If a renewed nature provides the context for the return of the people, 
they're encouraged to embark on their journey with enthusiasm and confidence. Be strong, the prophet urges the returnees. Do not fear. Here is your God. He will come and save you. The reading ends with a sense of that hope and encouragement Advent offers all those who embrace it within the spirit. The ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing. They shall obtain joy and gladness and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. Although the transformation of nature has not taken place in the way that Isaiah hoped that it would. Human life, the life of individuals and of communities of faith, and the context within which we live have all undergone significant changes. Today's gospel tells the story of an individual who, thanks to Jesus, undergoes both a spiritual and a physical healing. The reading begins with an account of the length to which some men who are carrying their friend on a mat are willing to go in order to bring him into the presence of Jesus. They've come to believe in him and in his power to heal people of ills of every kind. The reaction of Jesus to the men and to their efforts must have initially disappointed them. What they in all probability were seeking was a physical cure. Here, as so often, Jesus refers to the importance of the faith of the paralyzed man and of his friends. Seeing their faith, Luke tells us, Jesus declared to the paralyzed man, friend, your sins are forgiven you. Some of the religious leaders who were witnessing what was happening were scandalized at what Jesus said. Who can forgive sin but God alone, they ask. In their sense of self-righteousness, they go so far as to accuse Jesus of blasphemy. To show that he has the power and authority to speak in God's name, Jesus heals the man. And to underline the fact of the healing, he directs him to take up his bed and to return home. Seeing what has taken place, the people are amazed and glorify God. The physical miracle can only draw people to faith and help deepen the faith of those who have some. What happens is somewhat analogous to the creative and imaginative ways in which sisters from different nations and belonging to different religious communities draw people to faith by their service to the poor and the vulnerable and by their involvement in health care and in issues related to peace, justice, and the environment. In this way, the sisters are able to bear witness to their faith, even when the circumstances in which they live and work do not permit them to speak publicly about it. For Christians, Isaiah's vision of a transformed nature and the return of the people from exile to their homeland has often been given a spiritual interpretation. The main interest of Jesus is not the physical miracles he works, but the spiritual realities to which they point his forgiveness of sins and his gifts of peace and compassion draw people to him and to the gift of salvation which he proclaims. Jesus' forgiveness of sins and his gifts of peace and compassion draw people to him, to all that he stands for. There was a saying in antiquity that, see how these Christians love one another. The example of Christian life is more effective than anything else in drawing people to the faith. This was all the more powerful in the case of the saints. 
Today, as in the past, the way in which church people tend to be judged depends on the way we treat one another. The Apostle John sums up his teaching with the word love. Let us love one another, he says, because love is from God. Everyone who loves was born of God and knows God, for God is love. Let us now in faith and trust present before God our needs. For all those in our daily TV Mass Intentions book, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. During this Advent season, our community prayer is to our Blessed Mother as we humbly ask that she intercede with her Son on behalf of those searching for hope, joy, and love as we prepare for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For victims of war and violence, that they will have the courage to rebuild their lives, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those suffering from isolation and loneliness, that relatives and neighbors, friends will reach out to them, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the elderly and the chronically ill and for those who care for them, let us pray to the Lord. Gracious God, we ask you to hear and grant these prayers as well as the more personal ones that each one of us has in his or her own heart. All this we pray through Christ our Lord. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you. Fruit of the earth and work of human hands, it will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. By the mingling of this water and wine, become partakers of his divinity, who became partaker of our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you. Fruit of the vine and work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. Gracious God, we ask you. Wash me from my sins. Cleanse me from my iniquity. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be made acceptable to God, the Father Almighty. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Accept, we pray, O Lord, these offerings we make gathered from among your gifts to us. And may what you grant us to celebrate devoutly here below gain for us the prize of eternal redemption through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. Lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For he assumed at his first coming the lowliness of human flesh, 
and so fulfilled the design you formed long ago and opened for us the way to eternal salvation, that when he comes again in glory and majesty and all is at last made manifest, we who watch for that day may inherit the great promise in which now we dare to hope. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim. of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Save us, Savior of the world, for by your cross and resurrection you have set us free. Save us, Savior of the world, in your cross and resurrection, you have set us free. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of the death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, and Francis, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with the Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. 
through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours forever and ever. Amen. Amen. At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom and the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not upon us of our church, but grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. May the peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer one another a sign of peace. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Please join me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in this holy sacrament of the altar. I love you above all things, and I passionately desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my soul so that I may unite myself wholly to you, now and forever. Amen. Let us pray. 
May these mysteries, O Lord, in which we have participated profit us, we pray. For even now, as we walk amid passing things, you teach us by them to love the things of heaven and hold fast to what endures. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Thanks be to God. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass.